TheOAMNetwork.com. Power to the podcast. Hola, hermanos and hermanas. I am your host, Rondell Trevino, and welcome to the Memphis Immigration Project podcast, giving you immigration news, interviews, and stories right from the 901. This podcast helps further our MIP mission to equip communities and advance policies that are just and equitable for the welfare of the city. Hola, hermanos and hermanas. We are at the Memphis Immigration Project podcast, and uh, we are just so thankful you are tuning in with us. Uh, We want to ask the question, which is the title of our episode uh, today, what is Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, DACA? What is DACA? Uh, Let me just get into it just uh, really quickly. The DACA program was put into effect by the Obama administration granting protection for deportation for 800,000 undocumented immigrant dreamers, of which 8,000-plus live in Tennessee who came to the U.S., keywords right here, as young babies and children without any choice in the matter. Now, this program has given these hundreds of thousands of dreamers in the U.S., Tennessee, and Memphis the ability to acquire a job with benefits, obtain a Social Security number and health care, gain better access to higher education, and more fully participate in their communities by getting their first jobs, bank account, and contributing millions of dollars in taxes to the U.S. In other words, the DACA program has allowed dreamers, thousands, hundreds of thousands of dreamers, to enhance the gifts God has given them to be thriving and productive individuals in society. Uh, However, despite the protection and benefits of the DACA program, and that it provides for DREAMers, attorney generals from 10 states, including Tennessee, are currently threatening to sue if the federal government does not immediately repeal DACA, and their deadline is coming up on September 5th, 2017, right around the corner. And if, this, uh, if they do not repeal DACA, uh, they will sue the administration, the Trump administration. So sadly, instead of fully being able to uh, participate into this DACA program, uh, it is on the brink now of being of putting the 800,000 plus dreamers in the U.S., including the 8,000 in Tennessee and Memphis, in fear of deportation, losing their jobs, financial stability, and not being able to pursue higher education and being separated from families. Uh, there was a student I uh, talked to. He is a, a senior at Christian Brothers University. He's a DACA recipient. Uh, he is a, a Mexican. He told me, and I quote him, Should DACA be repealed, I would be fearful of having fought so hard to go to college and get a degree simply to let it catch dust on a shelf. What I mean is I wouldn't be able to practice my career and I would have to go back to being a completely undocumented immigrant with no rights or privileges. In other words, if DACA is repealed, Franklin's hard work, dreams, and passions of being a productive Memphian economically and socially will be put to a stop. This is injustice. This is really, really wrong because, one, uh, these, these individuals came as young babies and children. And as you see, Franklin, he's so afraid to lose his DACA uh, status that he would be completely back to what he, he says, an undocumented immigrant. And, and this is injustice. This is wrong because it dehumanizes these individuals who are made in the image of God, who have a tremendous potential to do amazing things. And so... This is very, uh, very scary. Uh, this is very, I've had many conversations with uh, other students other than Franklin who uh, are in fear of their life. We were at a restaurant yesterday off summer, my wife and I, 
at a Colombian restaurant, and uh, the, our server was an undocumented uh, immigrant, a dreamer, some a young lady in high school with um, with the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrival program on her slate, and she is fearful for her life. She told us she's afraid to go to work. And this is what the fear that we have seen in Memphis, Tennessee, and throughout the country of DACA recipients. And so uh, this is has been a tremendous, uh, really hurtful for me and my wife, as we have seen this Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals on the brink of being repealed, which would leave so many uh, dreamers without any kind of dreams and, and any kind of thing, uh, pr- anything that they can pursue in their life. Um, it's leaving them without any kind of uh, dreams to do great things in the U.S. and in Memphis. And this is very, very sad. Uh, we'll be right back as we talk about why should DACA matter to us. So we just so we're coming back right now. We just wanted we just wanted to uh, again thank everybody for tuning in. Uh, we asked the, the question at the beginning of the episode: What is Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals? It is a program that the Obama administration put into effect, uh, allowing eight hundred thousand plus undocumented immigrant dreamers, eight thousand which of who live in uh, Tennessee and in Memphis, uh, who came to the to the U.S. as young babies and children, allow them to stay without being uh, deported and giving them a work permit and allowing them to pursue higher education. However, as I was just saying, that the DACA program is now on the verge of being repealed, um, which would uh, almost put them on the verge of being deported. And and so the question now is, like, why should um, DACA matter to us, right? Uh, Why should it matter to me? Well, I just want to, as we get ready for the 50th anniversary of uh, Dr. Martin Luther King, in the in the spring of 1963, Dr. Martin Luther King helped organize demonstrations in Birmingham, Alabama, and he was arrested. And in this letter from the Birmingham jail, he writes, Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. And so what Dr. King meant by this is that injustices done to himself is connected to uh, injustices done to other people around the world, because if we allow injustice to happen to some people, we endanger everyone and thus allow people to think that it's all right to act unjustly towards some people. However, Dr. Martin Luther King, as he states in this quote, wants us to know that we need to oppose injustice anywhere we see it in, the, in any kind of way because that would mean that we are not okay with any injustice done to people made in God's image. And I want to make the case to say that Repealing DACA right now for Dreamers is injustice, and it should matter to us. Uh, it's it's very important, and I would say it's just as important as what we have just recently seen with the Charlottesville, Virginia issue of the white nationalist and alt-right marches. It's just as important uh, as, as, as the racism that we have seen. And the reason why first is, uh, is because the 800,000-plus Dreamers with, with DACA throughout the country in Tennessee they came to the U.S. as young babies and children without any choice in the matter. So these dreamers were simply going with the flow because they more than likely didn't know what was going on because they were so young. Therefore, repealing DACA would be to blame the acts of, 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 the, of the many for something they didn't do. It would be to, to blame them for the acts that their parents actually uh, acted on their behalf. And so it's injustice to blame people for crimes they didn't commit. Second, repealing DACA would lead to the separation of families due to deportation. Currently, there are 
zero laws or protections that would block USCIS from handing over all of its information to Immigration and Customs Enforcement, ICE, which would allow them to deport DREAMers, separating them from family. And not only would DREAMers be blamed for crimes they did not commit, but they would be deported as well. And this is injustice in itself because of the fact that all these DREAMers know is Tennessee. All they know is the United States. They don't know uh, Guatemala. They don't know Mexico. They don't know um, El Salvador. All they know is Memphis, Tennessee, and the different parts of the country where they live in right now. And so this is injustice, and it should matter to us because God, in his word, constantly talks about, as us as Christians, to stand up for the voiceless, to speak up against injustices. And right now the DACA program is being almost possibly repealed by September 5th. Then we as as churches and, and Christians and people of faith and anybody who cares about uh, justice must see this as an important issue and stand up and, and fight against this and to speak out against this because there are 800,000-plus DACA dreamers who are on the verge of, of being basically back to, as Franklin said, just undocumented immigrants with no value, and this is wrong. And so we're called to step up and talk about this. So as we're back with the Memphis Immigration Project podcast, uh, everyone, uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, we asked two big questions. What is DACA? We explained what DACA was in a short uh, five minutes. And then we, we asked the question, why should it matter to us? And it should matter to us because of the fact that it's injustice to, uh, to allow injustice happen, to happen to uh, DACA recipients who, who do not deserve to be uh, re- deported or the DACA program repealed because it's not their fault that they came here as young babies and children. And so I uh, always want to end the seg- our segment and our episodes with what can we do right now? Um, and, and the first thing we can do is stand up for DACA. Uh, we, we, we have a, an ability to and a privilege to contact our Tennessee Attorney General Herbert Slatery at 615-741-3491, again, 615-741-3491, and ask him to support Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals program, DACA. And if you live in another state, you can call 1-832-610-3896 to get the name and the phone number of your attorney general to to basically tell them in 30 seconds, we ask that you please protect the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals program, DACA, uh, for the 800,000-plus dreamers who who came here as young babies and children without any choice in the matter. Please support them. And, and then the second thing I would say is support the DREAM Act of 2017. Uh, in, re, in recent weeks, Senators Dick Durbin of Illinois and Lindsey Graham of South Carolina introduced the bipartisan DREAM Act of 2017, which would replace uh, the DACA program. And this bill contains two key parts, which is very important because if the DACA program is repealed, which I've had many conversations with uh, legislators lately, um, they ha- are saying that the, the program is possibly uh, going to be repealed. What we want to do is we want to step in and support a, a legislation that uh, replaces uh, the DACA program. And this DREAM Act of 2017 uh, has really an amazing opportunity to help uh, DREAMers, and it contains two key parts. First, the bill expands the possible routes for DREAMers to earn legalized status and eventual permanent legal status. And if passed, the bill would protect DREAMers from deportation 
and raise the entry age requirement from 16 to 18 years old. And then second, the bill would switch DREAMers to conditional permanent residency status, CPR. Those who have not been able to apply for DACA would need to apply for CPR status and pay a small fee. And then after eight years with CPR status, an applicant would be able to apply for legal permanent residency status. Right now, the current DACA program doesn't allow this, and this is really important uh, if you're able to, uh, if we're able to replace DACA with the DREAM Act, um, then we're going to, uh, we're able to allow the 800,000 plus DREAMers to uh, apply over eight years uh, for legal permanent residency in the United States. And this is vitally important. So I would say support the DREAM Act of 2017 uh, to, to, to really research it and to talk about it and to share it on your social media. The second thing would be speak up on social media. Share your support with, for DACA and the DREAM Act of 2017 on Twitter, Snapchat, or Instagram using the hashtags here to stay uh, or uh, hashtag defend DACA or hashtag uh, DREAM Act 2017. Uh, simply being able just to post that your support with these hashtags really speak volumes of your understanding of the program um, of DACA and the DREAM Act of 2017. And then finally, I would say is walk across the street. There are thousands of DREAMers living in Tennessee and in Memphis and around the country, and they are our neighbors, um, as Jesus calls them in Luke 10, 25 through 37. We have a, a beautiful opportunity to get to know them, to take them to breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and build authentic relationships with them. Uh, many times, because of the fact that many people uh, are opposed to uh, dreamers or uh, immigrants just in general, is because of the fact that they don't have a relationship with a dreamer or an immigrant. And so I encourage you to build authentic relationships with immigrants and go into communities and talk to them about what it looks like to hear their stories and how you can support them as uh, they are in fear of uh, DACA being repealed. So we are about to head out, uh, hermanos and hermanas. Uh, we just want to thank you for listening. Uh, please feel free to reach out to us on uh, Facebook at Memphis Immigration Project um, or my or my personal name, Rondell Trevino, uh, or email us at mimmigrationproject at gmail, uh, my personal email at rondell at woodlandpres.org, and on Twitter at Memphis IP, and on my personal Twitter at rondell underscore Trevino. And please uh, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. The proceeding is an OM production. For more information, go to the OAMnetwork.com. This podcast is brought to you by Amazon. Everything from A to Z. Help support this show by simply using our Amazon portal, the OAMnetwork.com slash Amazon. Same Amazon deals and prices, and it sends a percentage to OM. That's the OAMnetwork.com slash Amazon.